name of God, the most gracious and the most merciful. All glory and praise belongs to God and salutating with salutations to the beloved and all the beloveds of God who include Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him and his holy family. Thank you so much for tuning into our 19th Healing is Believing podcast series. And today we discuss about dealing with negative people. Introducing to uh, on our podcast, I have in our, I'm your host, QW, and joining me is my co-host, the delightful Imam Saab, as well as our spiritual ambassador for the Divine Clinic Foundation, Dr. Isa White Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum, Imam Saab. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Isa. Wa alaikum salam. How's everyone? Alhamdulillah. Wonderful. So, so happy to have you here. Join us on this uh, podcast. And we understand negativity is something we deal day in, day out, you know, through our environment. And and to kind of eradicate that, because um, it stems from ancestral and within our blockages, within ourselves, and then it manifests and it just carries on and on. And then we end up, you know, having this society that is hurting, suffering. And we at the Divine Claim Foundation here really want to help all of humanity because we believe strongly would save a soul, <clears throat> save, save a soul, save humanity. And I'm going to have uh, Imam Saab carry on further because with all the state cases um, that, um, that come through us with um, people going through ordeals and um, seeking guidance and assistance. So, Imam, so if you can uh, start this discussion off, will be greatly appreciated in how um, the the effects of negativity and how one can cope in terms of dealing with negativity. Yes, of course. Um, alhamdulillah. Well, I mean, what we have to do is we have to examine really, you know, the the effects of, of negative people and how it affects us. Because I think that's the core of the discussion really here at the moment. It's just to understand if you as a person um, have got negative people around you, how do you deal with that? Because if you're already dealing with so much emotions yourself, and we understand emotion is energy, and energy affects us because we are beings of energy, right? On a, on a very molecular level, very atomic level, we're all energy. Right? So if we understand that, obviously, some people emit more negativity than others, and some people don't actually have the intention to do that. You know, they're not going out of their way to do that. And that's why I think probably some listeners, probably some of those who are already quite um, spiritually infused, shall we say, you know, or heightened or have a certain level of consciousness that they would, when they are around negative people, they can feel that person's energy. It's, you know, it's almost like pulsating. That's all that heaviness they can feel. Yeah. And that in itself, it's it's a it's it's a transmission of energy, isn't it? Because energy is then radiating out and that person then is able to feel that. But it's understanding what that feeling is, because if that feeling then takes you and then if you are a weak uh, person of, of weak iman, of, of, you know, a low level of understanding of the spiritual concepts of, of reality, of the realities and the fundamental reality of Allah SWT, is in understanding that if you don't understand that, for example, you can 
you can feel that bad energy from a person and you may think that person is trying to do harm to you and that may necessarily not be the case but then that thing plays with you and it plays on your mind doesn't play on your heart but it plays on your mind and then effectively as Allah says in the Quran he says that shaitan can never enter the heart of his servant unless he allows him yeah and this is very important because it's crucial to understand that because God is all about mission yeah so if God doesn't allow Satan into your heart or negative energy or anything negative for that matter unless you allow it so therefore if you are a person who is experiencing negative energy from negative people around you whether it's intentional or not and then it's sort of then it's kind of being tossed around in your head or things like this that you remember that it's ultimately you who can then take it onto your heart yeah and that is the biggest danger because then when you do that you are asking even for more trouble because then you know the the frequency on which your heart is resonating is not at the frequency it should be because you're now you're not you're now in a more of an imbalance than you were before you see what i'm saying to you so i think the key focus is is that we need to understand that there is this great need for humanity at large to become spiritually balanced and once we've gone through that balancing then we can start understanding how energy affects us and affects the very things around us you see what i'm saying to you if the holy prophet peace and blessings be upon him and his holy family and and his true companions what we understand about him is even he himself had an uncle who lived next door who was the most vile human being towards him you know and we know we know this from many narrations yeah we understand that this, you know, being chastised by your uncle, by your own blood, you know, it's, it, it takes a, that, you know, it has a knocking effect on anybody's confidence, you know. But that's how Allah chose to, to, to do that, because it was all by Allah's plan anyway. Everything is all part of his plan. So that's what we have to understand is the Holy Prophet had to endure that, you know, that type of negativity, not just from his family, but from the wider ummah as well at that time you know while he was being theorized and popularized and even as you can understand today that you know when um, when people themselves become of a higher status in society today when someone becomes a celebrity suddenly everyone wants to become your friend yeah it's true and everybody wants to know you uh, and you know from just having one meeting with you or one photograph with you or whatever that instantly there's a connection there that people assimilate to friendship or family or something like this and clearly that was not the case even at the time of the holy prophet yeah because there was no one really that would have given their nine-year-old daughter you know to the household of the prophet you know but by his by his true companion uh you know of all companions there you know in terms of the, the outer people of abu Bakr bin Sadiq, radiallahu anh, yeah mm-hmm. you know that he gave to show everybody else that if you think that I'm only here because of the publicity of the Holy Prophet, yeah? If you think that I'm only here for that, then look what I am willing to do. Mm-hmm. To show my loyalty. You see what I'm saying to you? Right? This is how he chose to deal with the negative people. Now the problem today is the Ummah is so sub- subverted in itself and its thinking. And the people themselves are in such a low state anyway. That all they can think about is this kind of you know this age relationship of thinking why 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 did that happen why did that you know you're not really understanding the core essence of what was happening at that time yeah to to show and overcome 
the the types of negativity that was coming because all of that was was Nazar and Abu Bakr, isn't it? Yeah, it was all Nazar coming towards him, saying, "Oh, you're only with the Prophet because he's so popular and that he's a he's a he is a beloved of God. We know that now. Yeah, we know that now. But you know, you say that you're his friend. Yeah, but which friend would give their daughter like this? You see what I'm saying to you? And there were many other Sahabas as well documented that you know uh, had done the same also with Umar as well. Uh, so what we have to understand is If we today ourselves In terms of dealing with negative energy Negative people That we have to become this embodiment Of understanding that we need to stand for the truth first yeah, In understanding what is affecting us And that we have to be careful about The way that we deal with our own emotions I think that's very important Because if we, if we understand that If we become uh, emotionally receptive to everything then we become quite reactive as an individual. And if we become reactive, we then become in a position where we can inadvertently, without knowing, draw no more negative energy on yourself. You see what and this is a this is a big concern. Um mm-hmm. so Imam Sab, you know, because we're always told yes. there's a fine line between we're talking about patience and things will get better, endurance, perseverance. You've seen in countries where there have been dictatorship and oppressors and people, you know, mm. and there is a lot of negativity. And yet they endure that and they're asking for salvation. They're asking for help. And because in our, in our scriptures, we're always told patience, 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 patience. So when we talk about one end, you know, speaking up and combating negativity, but on mm. the other hand, there's this fine line of patience and endurance. It's interesting. Mm. I mean, what, what you're doing there is you're, you're opening up a discussion upon basing that the, the listenership would be the people in these countries. And we know that obviously people who would be listening to this show probably wouldn't you know, be from these countries and these war-torn countries they're because they're struggling to survive at the moment. That's all they're doing. You know, the, the government or the, the, the regimes in place that was there to provide even basic economic need to these people has now been removed. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You know, these are the, the hospitals have been damaged. The, you know, the, the, the dental hospitals have been gone. Everything, all of the public system, the healthcare systems that were there before, have obviously all but demolished in a lot of these cases as part of the collateral, you know, of war. That's what happens. Yeah. What we have to understand is before we even get there, you know, before we start becoming reactive to all of this stimulus, because all of this is releasing a lot of negative energy, isn't it? You know, towards us. But then it's how do we react to that? Because I think that's very important. Do we react to that and thinking, well, Okay, well, we need to understand that we need to do something together. We stand united. Let's raise a collection. Let's do this. And there are many communities already doing these things. Beautiful works like this. And there's no there's no denying that. You know, there are people raising money and all of these things, raising, you know, awareness and things like this. But I think the concept from which we are speaking of, in which how does even the average individual deal with negativity in their life from negative people around them? 
because you know the problem I think that I'm going to address is one which um, you know affects the spiritual world, the, those practicing spirituality, because you know many people today are going through this thing called a, you know getting a hisab done, you know a reading, yeah, to find out oh I've got negative energy on me, where has it come from? Mm-hmm. But the problem is these people who are giving you this information are not giving you the full flavor or the full essence. Why? Because they are not given the full truth. Mm-hmm. And how do you know if that person who did something to you, for example, maybe, you know, directly or indirectly, a person is not affected themselves by something. So they were not even in the same the same state or same, you know. So then who is responsible for these people? And it's their community leaders. So I think when we look at this and dissect it, I think we can see that the problem actually, you know, is not with the people itself or the the individual and then the the smaller community and the family. It's those it's those who are responsible for these communities. And do they have the right understanding and the right approach to deal with this problem? Yeah, because there are many people who are. Um, effectively saying that they are spiritual people that they're there to help and all they do is when they give you a reading they give you this fitna story it's a story of fitna because it's only there to break up your family it's there to break up your relations with everything yeah by telling you that so and so went here they paid this much to this or you know so and so and so forth say you know your grandmother did this but your grandmother is bedridden you know do you see what i'm saying to you like these things will come in order to try and sway you and to have doubt in your mind. Once that doubt penetrates your mind and then it just festers there, almost like a bacteria, and it just grows. And as it grows, then it contaminates. It contaminates you because now your 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 very existence now depends on this, you know, uh, this agitation now that you've brought on yourself. And then it, it settles on your heart because your heart is not comfortable with what your head is thinking. Mm-hmm. And then it enters the heart because now you decided that you want revenge. Interesting. But you've not understood everything. So what we are saying, I think, in all of this is don't be reactive. Take a moment. Take a breath. Give us a call. You know, mm-hmm. if someone has given you a reading in which, you know, they've said that everybody around you is attacking you, then call us. Call us today. Don't delay. Call us today. Yeah, and we will give you a reading like nobody else. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, and we will give you a reading in which that you will leave away enlightened, without even putting a single penny down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the truth does that. That's the power of the truth. Yeah, all of the prophets and the messages of the past knew this, and even the messages now. Those who are working in secret around us. You know. Speaking the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, speaking the word of the truth. Yes. Isn't it, Mr. Isa? I mean, what, what's yes. your thoughts on that? Uh, what I think when we talk about Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, when we talk about negative people, from my perspective, we're also looking at difficult personalities. I used to box, a good boxer, champion boxer, golden glove champion. And I had to prepare myself for different types of fighters. And to prepare yourself for them, you have to always get back to the fundamentals of what boxing is all about. A jab, a right cross, a hook, an uppercut, an overhand. 
that's what boxing is all about and some footwork. So we have to deal with the different per personalities and get back to the fundamentals of our faith and our beliefs, belief system. Now, what type of personalities are we talking about when we deal with uh, negative people? I put them in classifications. You know, one person I like to call a controller. You know, they, 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 they have a personality that is based on intimidating people, being a bully to a people. They're demanding, they're very critical, very tough people. And these people also influence other people oftentimes to be like them, sometimes whole societies. I think a societal one is, is like that in the United States. Then you have another group of people that I call the, the ones who always complain. You see, they they rather complain about something as opposed to finding real answers to things. Something is just festering them, but they don't have an answer. They just complain. They're stuck. Mm. Then we have another group of people that's completely different than the one who complains. He or she is the yes person. They say yes to everything. They may have a good heart, but they agree on any and everything, and they can't commit themselves to one thing to get it done. Then we have another group of people that I call the stone people. They're inflexible. They, they, they have a negative spirit completely. They don't believe anything can work. They're the stone. They just want to be there. They're like, they're like Donald Trump's wall. Just stay there and give an illustration of negativity. Then you have uh, uh, the ones who are quiet. And these are very dangerous people. You know, they 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 just go along. Whatever you say, they there for it. They go anyway. And they are the ones who will see a crime and say nothing. Then you have another group that the know-it-all people. And that's the most difficult group of people to deal, deal with. They're arrogant. So the question is, is, if we have, the, and there are many more personalities. Now, while we have those types of personalities, how do we deal with them again? We go back to the fundamentals of our faith as the Imam stated. And our gives us the, the ability to handle these negativities, these personalities, these difficult individuals and states, if we have faith and what we believe. So therefore, as Imam stated, you have people going to different readings. They go on, they go to a, a, a person who's practicing this type of uh, spirituality. But many of them are charlatans because they don't have the answers themselves. They, they have a negative festi festivity within them. They're like bees and hornets mm. within their body. So, but to get to the real element and the truth, to get to get rid of it, you have to find the institutions. You have to find the individuals. You have to find the ones who are committed totally 
to the salvation of you, the salvation of mankind, and who is willing to be truthful at all costs. You have to find the Esau, the one who is stern on God's message, and the one who is following God's will. Now, when you find them, then we have to deal with you. Because the answers that you're looking for may not be the answers that you're going that you want to hear. Because cleansing and dealing with the truth to create and to stop the negativity means that you have to break the negativity. And it's tough and it's rough and it's harsh and it's ugly. It's like, you know, when we were when we were children, you know, Sister Wahida. You know, and Imam um, Saab, when we were children, our mothers and our fathers sometimes would note that we had a cold. And we were sick and we were, our nose was running. And they would give us some, what do you call it, that, that liquid castile oil? What is it? Right, castor oil. Castor oil. We didn't like it. Do you like it? Who likes no. the taste of that? No. I don't know. I don't think not many people. And we would have to take it. And we would have to take it maybe every four or five hours to cleanse ourselves, whatever illness was in us. But it was good for us. You see? So therefore, when I look at all these negative people, I look at the personalities that I see the personalities as to what is what is what 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 is their characteristic, then I say they have to come to a certain place. Not to a reader. Not to these people who are doing wicker religion. And these other people who are doing another type. But they have to come to a person like us, like the Imam. Like you, Wahida. Like the Ketub, they have to come to a person of that caliber who represents the divine truth, who has no game, has no fooling around, has nothing but truth, who has given their life to the truth. And they're the ones who can be cleansed. They're the ones who can cleanse you. And they're the ones who can give you a good reading. And they're the ones who can turn your life around. And the question comes up ultimately again. The ones of you who are negative, who have these personalities that, I've, that, I, that I illustrated, are you willing and are you ready to change your life and to become much more fluent into the body of, of mankind, the flow of water that not only will cleanse you but would cleanse other people, then when people see you, they see a new character. They say, oh, is that brother Ibrahim? He is different. He's not like he was last week. And this is very important because I'm telling you, last week or two weeks ago during our Ramadan in Tampa, Florida, while people were so called, Praying to Allah, 
so-called loving each other, so-called reading Quran and doing Talmud prayer. You have two brothers outside a major masjid who pulls a gun on one another and one is left dead. And one is left dead. And this, and these types of things are taking place all over the world, not just between individuals, but states of countries. Two Muslim countries bombing each other. Two Muslim leaders cursing each other. <clears throat> Husband and wife of Muslims fighting among each other. The negativity. I hope I made some sense to you. But anyway, it's personalities and, and what our great Imam has just told you. He's absolutely right that we have to cleanse. He's absolutely right. I think with what you're saying as well, with what you're saying, and I, I say this, and I, you know, the truth is, that, you know, it's not for myself, but you know, for those who have held my hand, you know, through this process and through this journey, you know, the Futub and the spiritual masters, you know, with regards to this. So it's not, you know, it's not about me being great, but it's about the message itself is the greatness. You see what I'm saying to you? So I don't want you know, people to think that I'm, uh, you know, above everybody else, but in understanding what it is, because if you, if you are not willing, I mean, there's no point having a discussion with your family or friends talking about the indifferences among the different states and the different countries if you are not ready to change what is within yourself first, yeah? If you cannot accept that negative energy is a force that is affecting your life and that you have this opportunity where you can get some resolve and have the answers that you are seeking. If you are of those seekers, then we implore you to come forward, to get the understanding, and then you decide whether you want to take the right hand or the left hand. Because ultimately, that's how Allah subhanahu wa will give the book to the believers. He will that's give you nice. your book in your right or your left. However, he also mentions in scripture, there are those who are furthermost in the race. There are those who have gone past that level. Now, the question is, how do you know who these people are? Mm, good question. How do you enjoin onto that process? And the truth is that, the start has to begin with you. Ultimately, no one is going to stop bombing each other. As much as we can wish and pray for it, it's not going to happen. Yeah? It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next year. Yeah, Because we have this infestation amongst ourselves, which is destroying us with our own communities, which is misguidance. Misguidance amongst our leaders of our communities. You know, in which thinking that the spiritual problems that are occurring are not their problem. Let the let the people who have set up Rukia centers or some type of holistic medicine or something like that go there and they will deal with you. When clearly from the hadiths I have read, you know, from the hadith I have read that from the, those narrations that the, the sahabas of the Holy Prophet, from the knowledge they were given, were able to heal. Yeah. They were walking healing centers, these people. So Say that again. They were walking healing centers. That's powerful. They were a mobile unit. Mm. And they went everywhere with the Prophet. 
you know, wow. or they were an extension of the Prophet. So how do you become an extension of the Prophet? Because there are people who are among us today with the biggest beards and the, the most shiniest garments, yeah, you know, the, the culturally, you know, accepted attire, right? But they have the blackest of hearts, mm. you know, because of how negative energy has plagued their life. That before they enter the masjid, their wudu has already broken because they have spoken about someone badly on the phone. They have taken the fitna from that person and they have taken that negative energy on themselves. And this is why it's a sin to, back, you know, to backbite against other people because there's a spiritual reality to what is happening to you. People need to wake up and understand. You know, the more you are sitting there thinking, why is this happening to me? I think you need to really ask yourself the question, how much do I talk? You know, what sort of rubbish comes out of my mouth? What sort of things are penetrating my brain today? You know, can I go one day without a single bad thought? And if I can't, then I must go to those who can help me in understanding this clearly a spiritual condition I am going through. And that is, I am dealing with negative energy. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily a negative person. And as you said as well, Alhamdulillah, Mr. Isa, that you mentioned about people displaying certain personalities which are negative the thing is you yourself decide which personality you're going to choose That's if right. you choose to be a criminal then you will always choose to be a criminal because that is something that gives you a powerful drive why because of the crimes that you commit they are fueling your lower self they are plunging you further into darkness yet this criminal can then go home and be greeted by his mother and kissed on the forehead. Yes? Because the personality that she sees is her baby, her son. A gift from God. But he wasn't a gift 20 minutes ago when he murdered someone brutally and left their body in a bush. You know, our communities are sick. These individuals are sick. They are suffering and they need help. Yeah, I think if we start talking about an eye for an eye, we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah? We're never going to get anywhere. What we need to understand is that the negative energy has affected us. Why? And it's come from this, this realm of spirituality which existed before our physical bodies existed here. You know, the world of the unseen is immense and very, very large and unquantifiable, you know, and that we need to take the steps today to understand and to become a better person for tomorrow. That's the truth. You know, we each of us are responsible for ourselves. And I think that's the basic of the, the basis of this whole podcast. I think today to kind of sum it up is basically saying that if we don't change what is within ourselves first by the correct understanding, right, from the scriptures that includes the Torah, the Bible, and the Quran, if we don't understand, you know, and begin to accept these uh, understandings of spirituality, then we ourselves will be lost, you know, as an individual, and then as a family unit, then as a community, and then as a nation, then as a world, you know. We are already there now, you know. This is an age of reasoning. People need to understand it's only truly through reason that we will find empowerment. That's the first step. You see, because that's, that's what will decide whether you go through a cleansing or not, for example. Yeah? It's, it's reasoning, logic, 
you have to make a sense of what is being said. Question your belief. Question your book. The one that you follow. Question it because God is asking you to question. But not to slander him, no. But to treat Allah with respect because he deserves the utmost respect. Yeah? Because if you cut your hand off or your leg off, you can't grow it back. You can't. You can't put it back together again. So what about the one who made you? Who knows you better than you know yourself? Understand that he is trying to reach out to you in trying to give you the truth through what we do. And I believe that, you know, there's a there's a big there's a big drive towards that, is understanding our situation. If we can't understand our situation, we can never learn to accept the truth. Yeah, because we've never understood it. Oh. Yeah, awareness yeah. is fine, right? Awareness is all good. I mean, the, the the news all over the world are doing awareness, you know, about all of the injustices everywhere else. But we're talking about on an individual spiritual level, there's injustice happening within yourself, yeah. and we are prepared to get involved, you know, to tell you because clearly nobody else is telling you the truth. You know, when we're talking about people giving bad readings, we're actually talking not from any other religion, by the way, you know, to the, the fellow Christians and, and Jewish people, you know, listening out there. We're talking about even from the amongst the Muslims themselves, that they have become corrupt. You know, they have become embroiled in this madness. Yeah, That spirituality has now become a game of, of who holds the biggest spirits and, and all these things. It's madness. You know, in order, in order to be, you know, to understand, you you're you're able to you can't lift yourself if the negative energy is tied on you, like a sack, you know, and you're being dropped in the ocean and you're just gonna you're just gonna go down bottomless all the way down all the way down, and so the more you deal with these spirits and the more you deal with this type of thing, if you don't understand what you're doing, then you're you're going to land yourself in hot water very very quickly. Why in Islam we're told that there's 70,000 veils between us and God Because as soon as that first veil is lifted There is so much darkness that comes out of that first veil It's unbelievable So unless you have a teacher Unless you have a guide But even your guide himself or herself Needs to be one who has no fear Has no grief Has, has no You know Has, has, has no, no sadness these are the perfect guides yeah so individually these are the guys that you should be looking for these are the guys that you should be listening to yeah he who's, who knows himself knows his lord and that's what we're saying you know give yourself an opportunity give your heart and your soul a break you know from all this madness and understand the reality of the world that you live in and how you can be adjusted to live in a much more balanced way in a much coherent way you know, without even having to relocate, you know, to the middle of the mountains, you know, to get any peace. Inshallah. Well, thank you, Imam Saab, for the insight, and Dr. Isa as well. You know, we live in this world that is so conjecture and spirituality of the unseen. You know, to have masters that can break it down to the science and really get to the core, the nucleus of where everything is coming from. We lack that in our time today. And having our teacher, the Qutub here, um, really able to, the gift of the life funds is the greatest gift anyone can truly benefit 
because everyone who goes through it, it is a life transformation and it's about understanding, you know, yourself and understanding your purpose and um, the the connection with Allah, how how it just gets repaired, and and you're off to just living a righteous life, and you recognize that our span in this world is not here forever, and what our journey is here for, and it's just we're here as a traveler, and it's here really to go through this journey so that we can have a beautiful hereafter. Uh, so with this, I'd like to say thank you for the insight today on today's podcast and to our audience. Should you have any questions, please feel free to connect to us at info at the Divine Clinic Foundation.org. That's info at the Divine Clinic Foundation.org. And should you like to listen to our previous podcast, it's available on our website at www.thedivineclinicfoundation.org. Assalamu alaikum, Imam Saab. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Issa. And thank you to our audience.